you're ready. You didn't say go, so too late. Born ready. Unless you want to restart. Yeah. Well, we'll back up. Let's do this again. <laughs> listen, listen, guys. Jordan and I were born ready for this show. We were born we were, ready. We came out of the womb, out of the womb, thinking, let's have let's have a podcast. Let's do a test. Fruit, normal, fruit of the so. womb. True to the womb. Wow, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Episode Buck 13. Buck 13 going strong. 113. Um, that wild. That is wild. That's really cool, actually. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, um, something I was thinking about this week, and maybe y'all can give me some insight into this. It seems like a a pretty <laughs> a pretty silly thing that we have pennies. Do you think, you know, when we mentioned a buck 13, I feel like, do we need pennies? We don't. Does a currency ever have to round to, a, you know, that, that, you know, a hundredth of a decimal point of currency, you know? I think it's a little silly. A little silly, personally. I would agree. My dad thought you were bigger in real life from Alaska. He's in Alaska right now. Isn't that wild? Whoa! I know. Oh, Corky. Good for you, man. Are you fishing? He was. Catching some halibut? We were going to drive there together. Um, Which I don't think there's halibut in Alaska. Probably. I'm sure there's. Yeah, there is. Not like in Alaska, but in the ocean there are. <laughs> Landlocked like... halibut in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> um, huh? But yeah, uh, we were going to drive there. He's like, called me one day and he's like, hey, do you think you could drive to Alaska with me? I was like, I don't know. I think it's May. You should. May. Wait, no, that's not how you ask it. Would you? Yeah, that's proper grammar. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't correct his grammar, <laughs> but, um, then we found out we couldn't get through the border cause neither one of us have the vaccine. So, Oh really? Nor was I going to, even if I had it, nor was I going to upload it to the Canadian government so that they could feel comfortable about, you know, having shadows around people are afraid of their shadows. But you could probably have flown, right? Uh, yeah. But he needed me. He was, he wanted me to drive with them in his new Jeep go up there and then he was oh, gonna fly me back cool cool and then he would drive back I gotcha. later so he didn't get to gotcha. take the new jeep up there um but he did fly and is he doing a solo trip right now so he Alaska? went to see his friend mark who they mark and rita both say hi so i say hi too cool hi back hi mark hi rita <laughs> um we we say this about mark um mark is not someone you meet he's someone you experience that is that very much true and Someday, if you meet him, you'll know exactly what I mean. It's great. It's a good experience. Oh. I'll say that. I'm not being mean. I'm just he's, a, he's an experience. So he's just a very unique individual. A lot of special skills. He has he has very refined skills. I will say that. Oh, I like that. Yep. Okay. He has a very certain particular set of skills. Yes. Technology is right. not one of them. It is very much not one of them. Um, I mean, and I would very. say most people who are gaining in age um aren't but there's a few that are uh but he is particularly sets the bar high in the level of not understanding technology and i think he's fine with me telling the world that I, it's just not his strong suit um as mine is not um psychotherapy and that's his so ah <laughs> there you go <laughs> so the psych man the psych I like man it. yes so i like it that's awesome so the, the whole well, change thing Canada. By the way, I was there was like a hmm. TIL. Did did you have a TIL about about money today, or no? Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, I'll have to check. I'll tell you right now. No, you don't. Maybe I did. Nope. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it now. 
Um, I do. I'm not going to bring it up now. Your change thing okay. is very fitting when we get to the end of the show, and we'll talk Ooh, about perfect. that. So I was like, wait, does he have that one too? I was just making sure. I just had to check the show notes. We do <laughs> we do not have a double. Well, I routinely will read the first word of things that Curtis puts in our show notes so as to not spoil them, but also to make sure that I don't double up on things. He, he does not pay me the same courtesy because if I put them in first, inevitably I will have like two or three that are the same as his and I have to go find new things. So um, yeah, that's that's where that's well, at. So, because sometimes... Anyways, show notes. Sometimes I'll put my notes in a different section and not in that note, and then I'll transfer them over, and so I don't see it until I transfer them over later. Anyway. Right. No, I'm with you. But it's usually because um, I don't share them with you too soon. So anyway, I want right. to say, I wanna say at, the, at the onset of this, I think a lot of what we're going to talk about kind of relates to the title that I gave this show. I always try to, like, if people don't understand, like, sometimes we don't talk about the title. It's mostly just to antagonize people enough to, like, maybe give it a chance and watch the show. Um, and I don't mind offending or bothering people so usually i'll do that but tonight i really like this phrase and it's called transitory inflation because it just sounds it sounds like it's so many different directions it could be so many different things it could be something super offensive it could be me saying things about your own personal choices it could mean that you're homeless um or in this case it could mean the government told us at the beginning of the year that inflation was going to be temporary and now we're gaining signs that potentially it's not. And I think that a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about tonight has a lot to do with that. So mm, fair enough. Let's go on. Well, um, definitely not related to inflation. Probably in any way, shape or form. Um, but we might be able to find a connection to it. We might be able to find a link to it somewhere. We probably could. We probably could. Um, but there's a really kind of funny and hilarious situation going on in Ohio lately. <laughs> and there's a there's a gentleman and they're dubbing him basically the um, the serial pooper, and he's been going around to at least you might say different transitory pooper, transitory <laughs> pooper. <laughs> this guy has been going around to at least eighteen different neighborhoods. Oh my gosh! Since twenty since twenty twelve. What? Um, and he's pooping on people's cars. He just poops on their hoods, on those cars. And so this one guy, this dad, he, um, his poor daughter, her car had been pooped on seven, diff- seven, seven different times. I have to say, if he's only, if he's only done it like at 18 different car. neighborhoods, is he like stopped up? That's, he just ends up having to go. But it sounds like he just, he going. picks his favorites and he sticks yeah, with them. Yeah, it gets him going. So he pooped on, you know, all these different neighborhoods. And the, the dad finally realized his daughter is like a target after seven times her car's been pooped on. So he put a camera. It took seven times <laughs> for him to realize that? Yeah. He put a camera. And the guy does it like at nighttime usually. And um, so they got a picture of this guy with his like bare butt looking at the camera while he's taking a poop. <laughs> so did they catch and him? It's not like. Well, no, they haven't caught him yet. What? He's still at large, like, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. The picture's a little bit granulated. He's wearing a hoodie. Well, of course. With a cap. You want to make um, sure that you're well protected. Right, right. Um, the dad was like, he messed with the wrong guy. Well, see, and, I thought with that title that they like caught him, that the dad like beat him up or something. Like, that's brave if the guy is, you know, doing that. Like you gotta like be ready to dodge and weave and get out of the way. But he didn't catch him yet, so all right. Well, no, um, and this guy thought 
for the first several times, he didn't know it was human poop. He thought it was some like neighborhood kids that were putting dog poop on the hood of her car. You know, that's the thing. Like, they're very different. Like, <laughs> he said the first time, he's like, it's just these crazy kids. And then he's like, but it happened six more times. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Oh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Tra- so, anyways, trans- they haven't caught it. Transitory but- pooper. That's story, Pooper. If you guys hear or know of anybody out there with a connection or a link to a gentleman pooping on people's cars in Ohio, please reach out to your local your <laughs> Facebook community. Local law enforcement. Yeah. Oh, okay. So moving along <laughs> to something else. We've talked on here a few times and we've gone back and forth. And you know, you and I, you and I can't even talk tonight, have had discussions about people getting censored on certain social platforms so twitter facebook we know that we know that um orange man bad got got taken off these different ones he's created his own blog or whatever that he that he now posts on but facebook and twitter both through the whole thing and we talked about the senate trials you can go back and listen to it and they said no we don't do that there's no ai we're not linked up fine turns out there's tons of evidence that they are and now today, of all people, I pull up an article from Wall Street Journal, like not a place that I'll admittedly say I don't go read. I don't subscribe to them. I really don't want to give any money to them. It's fine if someone listening wants to, um, but I don't, I'm not a big fan. But I pull up and now they're calling Facebook out because they have leaked evidence that they are doing this. And I'm going to, I'm going to pull up this page because it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. <coughs> so you, you go to their page and it's just quotes from facebook we're not actually doing this facebook routinely makes exceptions like and then it goes on to show and then there's this giant paywall that you can't get out um but facebook says its rules apply to all but the company documents reveal a secret elite is exempt and someone had put out who the exempt was and i don't know if i have that in my show notes at all but there were there was lists of people that they basically say they can say what they want so what say you like we've had a lot of discussions mm-hmm. about this like companies can do what they want if they pick and mm-hmm. choose right. i feel like and we've we've had this conversation as well they can control people's emotions they show people what they want to to either make them angry facebook admitted to trying to make people angry and now if they control what people mm. see they can kind of control thought in a way and if they're picking and so choosing it- who they want to be exempt from it i see it as yeah. dangerous but i'm curious your thoughts yeah, it's a great, great conversation because it kind of boils down to the degree of importance we place on these companies. Like, do they get to the point where they're considered a, util- a utility? Are they considered a, um, at, at what point does a company basically fall under that line of um, necessity? Um, so like, I think for example, on the opposite extreme, like you would see maybe like, a, I don't know, a car dealership or, or any type of company, like a smaller company, and they have reviews. Let's just use reviews as an example. And I never trust reviews of a company from their own website. <laughs> yeah, because, right. Right? It's them choosing what they want to show and what they want to, like, kind of edit. Right. And so I kind of interpret that from Facebook's side of things. Like, they are kind of choosing what they want to make their company more popular, right? So they know if this is a famous individual and he makes this comment, people are, are gonna flock to their site to see that comment. 
and then that's going to increase their user base and potentially their revenue in the long run, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, so if it, if it comes down to the point where Twitter, Facebook, a lot of these large social media platforms, maybe it's the number of users, maybe it's the number of people you, uh, using it as a, um, as a resource, I guess. Um, so maybe that's what qualifies them. And if it's a utility, then I, I don't, then that, then I think that is wrong. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Cause it kind of comes down to like, if someone was on the phone and they were talking about politics that somebody didn't like, and then AT&T was like, Hey, I, you know what? We're just going to cut this person off. Cause we don't like that. They talk about Trump or we don't like that, that they talk about being pro-life or we don't like that. They talk about be had conservative values or that they don't like masks or that they are you know hesitant towards or, or the opposite anything. Yeah. Like, or the opposite or that, that they don't or, or any of that i'm just picking the things that i know that they have been censoring people for that would be people would but this article is interesting because they specifically call out that they facilitated they allowed trump to do a lot of things that they wouldn't have allowed a lot of other people although ultimately eventually they obviously banned trump from their platform but it, it initially tramp trump tramp Trumpity Trump was saying things that other people would not have been allowed to have said well, because he fell under that popular category. Yeah, yeah, and they and, and they the, show the, they show. the courts ruled that because he had blocked some people apparently early on, and that went to court, and they said, "Oh, you can't block people because it's a public square." So the courts actually ruled it a public square and said he couldn't block anybody. Um, so. They'd already kind of held, held upheld yeah. that. So there isn't a list. I looked at my other link. It's they just named the program. It's called X Check, according to internal documents obtained by Wall Street Journal. Um, but it's a fascinating conversation because does a company and and it's not actually that abnormal for a company to have people that they give extra privileges to. That's not actually that crazy of a concept. Like Delta or whatever. Like if somebody has brings their company more revenue they get put yeah, into for advertising right? but not to not that they could be free mm -hmm. to talk about whatever they want and other people get blocked for it the, the examples that i've heard are one was brandon straka who he's a homosexual guy who started the walkaway movement he's conservative he's realized that there was a lot of values that did not go along with what he said and he wanted to start to push people towards um more conservative thinking or more probably I would say like libertarian Republican somewhere in that that area but he wasn't ever like he wasn't ever mean about it or anything his whole thing was not to be mean just to be nice and have a conversation his entire Facebook group which he kept it to the group was removed one morning and people that he paid who it's they had like they were private consultants that maybe didn't even agree with him that just were paid to moderate and manage his page to make sure nothing dangerous is on there they lost their accounts too and access to all the pages that was their job because their accounts were yeah, just tied to his. So I would say in that case, like those people, it is a utility. It's their job. It's their income. They weren't, they weren't necessarily tied to that organization. They were just helping to moderate, which is what Facebook wanted anyway. They wanted to make sure there wasn't anything radical. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like if, if other people are making money off of your company, then should your company be regulated with what policies they can have right. that's yeah it's a it's a it's a tricky one also you see there's a message I people are that. requesting you to turn your i can't find the remote just so you know them. that's the problem <laughs> are they and yeah. they may I, honestly guys you guys might are the ones that unplugged them so but yeah and, mm. and then the other the um, other example that i heard too before we move on 
too quickly was that um, there was a mom who was removed for something that she posted, but her school requires that she be in the group so that she can get the information about getting her kids to school and school programs and everything. And when she got removed, she no longer could be contacted by the school or see the information for her kids' programs. So in that case, yeah. it's like... Josh Josh made a good point. And this is something that I've, that I've always been kind of conscious of and brought up as well. Um, Josh pointed out, he's like, you know, once you start being big brother, though, there's no line in the sand. You can look for one all you want, but there's none because it keeps moving. Potentially, like big brother regulates what you can do. And then it kind of keeps shifting to what you basically until they control it. Right. Um, but if it comes down to being a utility, then there has to be some type of regulation in the form of like it has to be an option to be able to be used. Now, I guess I think somebody might be able to get banned from having a phone line if there was some type of nefarious criminal activity that they were doing. I don't know what that would be. Um, well, it would be if there was a, I if guess, there was like criminal intent, and that's the case with with that's how free speech works. Is if like if I say, I, I feel like killing someone. That's a dumb thing to say, but it's not illegal. Now, if I say tomorrow at noon, I'm going to kill Joe Smith. That's intent. Like that's when you. So yeah, if that was on Joe. there, then yeah, sorry Joe Smith. I'm trying to think of a name that I don't know anyone with that name. Hopefully not, <laughs> Joe. I'm not coming after you. Um, so, yeah. I, well, I think that's, on a I think lighter note. Yeah. Let's, let's, for let's individuals that are really concerned about this, um, and you've probably already heard about this as well, but there's a pretty big kicker, a record kicker that's supposed to be coming next year, an Oregon taxpayer kicker, like $1.9 billion or something like that. Have you heard about this? Yeah. When I read it, I got really excited. I thought we all got $1.9 billion. Um, turns out, <laughs> it turns out that that's not the case. Because, and, cause, and that won't affect inflation. No, not at all. Well, if we want to be real about this, where this money came from is the printed money that was just given out to states. Right. So exactly. we, And yeah. so that is, that is inflation. I mean, when they did that, I mean, people, here's the thing. It's like, you got to like back up and look at numbers. And, you know, this is something that in my dad could relate to like, hey, let's just do the math for just a moment here. You guys realize like the amount of money that we printed this, the six, the six trillion dollars or whatever, just for this last year is the equivalent of putting $70,000 of debt on every single person in the United States. Like that's a lot of money yeah. to just all of a sudden whew, there, it's, there it is. Like it just, whoo, we're going to put that into the system. And I was trying to explain what inflation is to someone the other day. And they were, cause they were like, what is, how does that work? It was like, well, imagine y'all were locked in a room. There's 10 of you and you each had $10. There's a hundred dollars that float around the room and you had to survive trading that money between each other. And then partway through somebody dropped a hundred dollar bills into the room. Now your $10 that you have is worth substantially less like everything's going to now cost more people are like well there's way more money in circulation and everything well that's how it works at a mass level when you just start doing that because if you have something and then all of a sudden there's more of it then it's worth less it's like if someone had a bar of gold and they're the only person with a bar of gold and then all of a sudden someone shows up and they have a hundred bars of gold that one bar of gold is it's worth a lot less money because there's more of it it's a simple supply and demand and yep. when we put that much money like a, an 
incomprehensible amount of money out into, you know, floating around. Now, what's funny is statistically, I heard at least when the, when that was going around, 60% of that went into investments of some sort, like whether it was cryptocurrency or the stock market or even just hard assets, like that's where a lot of it went, which is good, except it wasn't doing what it was technically supposed to do, which was to be spent in the system. I think it's better because when we go into this, when we start looking at inflation and now we have the the, the Federal Reserve, and I'd started to say this in our notes and apparently did not type it all the way out in our intro, um, that they introduced this week and said 5.2% is what we're looking at for this year for inflation. And then they're saying in the next three years, another four. Well, if the Federal Reserve is saying that, my mind immediately goes, it's probably worse than that. Like, because everything they've told us so far is has always been like, well, it's, it's only going to be this. Like, well, first, all, first off, it was transitory inflation. It was just going to be around for a little bit while we're short on some things and shipping took some time. There's less workers and all that. But then we're going to start going to pump all this money into the system. It's not... What they're saying now is it's not—it's no longer transitory. It's here to stay. Prices are going to go up. Your dollar is going to be worth less. If you put money into your savings account and you pull it out five years from now, it's going to be worth less than it was when you put it in, even though it's the same dollar amount. So it just drives people to not save. Potentially. Yeah, potentially. I think that there's... Potentially. I think that there's a few other options there. I, I do um, too. As far as like whether your money's worth less in five years than what it is well, now. Yeah. Well, no, that's true. It always is that yeah. case. Well, it shouldn't like, be, yeah, but yes, true. it always is. And and it used to be that like yeah. interest rates, you get paid money for the money that went into your account and you get interest. And I remember as a kid, you could do the math and it, was, it wasn't a lot, but I mean, it was, it was over 2%. I think the highest interest rates I've ever seen were, well, on a savings account, I guess, is that if that's what we're talking about. Yeah, like a savings just a, account, just I think a regular the highest interest rate I ever saw was, I think I saw 5% one time. Right. Um, and that was like an online, you know, ally or something. Right. Like and that. if you put into uh, like bonds back in the day, they would return 5 to 7%. And then at that point, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily risk everything into a market or something like that could, that has right. potential, that has more risk. Um, but now, With this amount, they have to somehow get this money back out of the system. I believe, and what I'm what I'm hearing around is that is that they're going to try to push deflation to some extent, which can be good and bad. But what it means is the the banks start making less money on what they loan. So there's been people that have stopped getting personal lines of credit, which probably isn't the greatest idea to get in the first place. But there's places that operate like their payroll on credit, which makes sense for like liquidity and stuff like that, though them being denied. And as the, if the bank loses money lending money, they're no longer going to do it. And it sounds a lot like some other things that have happened in our history. Um, well, it's interesting because like Europe right now, if you put money in a bank in the EU, generally, they charge you to right. keep that money in the bank, which is fascinating, mm-hmm. which is fascinating. Yeah. So, I mean, that that is a potential that we could get to that point. Which is why, like, um, we've talked about these other companies that are like, hey, if you put your money in here as the U.S. dollar and you provide liquidity to what we're doing, we'll pay 7.5% interest up to $50,000, right. which is, that's a decent amount of money. I mean, it's like $500 a month that you're making off, well, close, off of that. Um, I don't know, three fifty. My math's off. Yeah. Anyway, the but still, that's that's a decent chunk of change in 
right. in just interest of just doing nothing, just letting it sit there mm-hmm. and letting it ride. Um, it what that does is it it is it promotes saving. It promotes being um, wiser with with your money, spending less than you make, and it seems like we've gotten away from that, and we kind of have to. And it doesn't, it, you have to like, this is where you have to like, I had to sit down and like almost like visualize shapes and stuff to realize like the, the, our, our U S economy or U S government benefits, they make money during inflation. We don't, but they make money during inflation. Hmm. Interesting. So the, does that help pay down debt? No, they just keep selling debt. As if it's never going to come to fruition, but they right. But then, how does that make them money? Because they're they're creating it, and they get to have interests like loaning it. Our, our one export is money, like our one export is U.S. dollars. Hmm. Interesting. I remember, I've probably said this before, but when my I remember my dad telling me like their first house they bought. Or something like that. Yeah, I think it was the first house they bought. The interest rate was 17.5% their first mortgage. Yeah. Interest I've rate. talked to like, people. Their first was like tw- uh, was like 21%. Or, can you imagine that type of interest rate when you're... But also, you know, you weren't dealing with... Back then, generally, most houses weren't $400,000, right? This is true. And this goes back 000. to the WTF happened in 1971.com that we talked about last week, where mm. the average house price was nowhere near what it was based on income because our income has has not risen at the same rate as everything else so that's where i say like you know it used to be that like people would survive off one income like a family could survive with one income and most people would do okay um Mm -hmm. if not if not okay like pretty well um right but now it's near impossible to do that at least having Mm. the the other you know going parent working a little going back thinking back onto Mm -hmm. things um this is something i don't know if you remember hearing about this and maybe anybody out there that's listening tell me if you guys remember hearing about this i remember like in the 90s watching pbs or opb with my dad like opb news you know and i remember them talking about bringing woolly mammoths back (laughs) and is this previous jurassic park I remember thinking, yeah, I think this was pre-Jurassic Park probably. And I remember thinking like, oh, maybe it was after. I don't know. Probably around the same time. But I remember thinking like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Like there's going to be a real woolly mammoth walking around the earth pretty soon here. And nothing happened. Nothing came from it. Nothing came through fruition. But But. now apparently, now apparently it's going to happen. We're going to bring one back how? Cloning it? So they have... They're starting with basically they have actual well-preserved baby mammoth um, remnants that they've gotten from uh, the Arctic tundra. I was, I was waiting and for you to say like the woolly mammoth factory or like <laughs> the baby woolly mammoth factory. Um, yeah. Oh, that would and preserve Haley, them though. Haley, Haley saw this. Oh, good. Um, then it must be true. And it's got to be true then. Me and Haley with our forces combined, science. Cha-ching. Um, and, uh, so anyways, they're going to start combining the DNA with that they have from this baby woolly mammoth. Okay. And they're going to start using part of the DNA from this baby woolly mammoth and splicing it into the 
into the genes with a please don't um, say mong- please don't like, say frogs the- please don't say frogs oh my god humans okay um that's fine no china's a- already doing that asian probably. elephants so basically they'll just breed it into breed it back into so it's not really the a woolly mammoth. mammoth like well eventually it'll get closer and closer to that genetic makeup oh. because so like they use an asian elephant two of them embryo, hopefully egg okay and then they use the um the dna from this baby woolly mammoth that they have preserved right. and they use the stem cells with that We're, and those stem cells bad is gonna they happen. Implant. this is this is how we get monsters this is this is where i'm okay Godzilla with comes from it's it's pacific rim all over again like they're so basically it's a combining of using those stem cells with the egg and in that stem cell which has the DNA makeup of the woolly mammoth starts to replicate, right? And then they get basically it's like half, close to half woolly mammoth, half Asian elephant. And then that that elephant, what they use is that elephant's DNA with another stem cell from the original woolly mammoth. And then they get closer to seventy five percent. And then they get closer to ninety percent. And then they get closer to one hundred percent. Basically, eventually, I don't know. This is just a theory, but there's a reason behind them making the woolly mammoths. They want to bring the woolly mammoths back because they're concerned about the tundra f- that is um, receding right now. And they are trying to get these elephants that can start surviving in that colder temperature because when the tundra is starting to um, defrost or whatever, I guess there's some issues with the defrosting and the CO2. And they think that if the elephants are around, it's actually going to help with eating some of the co2 breakdown of of the of the plants that cause i don't know exactly what it is somehow these elephants are supposed to help if they can get them in this cold tundra this is is the beginning of all monster movies they're like we're gonna solve this problem with this thing and then we're dead like we're gonna create this island and there's a helicopter guy comes in he's like whoa that's a big pile of poop and then they like somehow some frogs are involved and they evolve and they have babies and everyone dies. Like, that's what's going to happen. That's just, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I hope it works. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> not not what I said. Yeah. I, I hope I'm wrong. It's interesting. Although, I don't know make if for it's a really happen. good movie. But I would like to see a woolly mammoth. I would too. Yeah. I always heard that woolly. Out of all the dinosaurs so or I've, prehistoric times, I've, I've, it would be my favorite. I've but. read about some woolly mammoths. Um, but I, I always understood them as being temperate. Like we always think of them as being in the ice and stuff like that because they're always in pictures of the mm-hmm. ice age, but they would have lived more close to the equator is what I've always learned. Like they were more temperate animal, which is why they died off. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I'm not a woolly mammoth expert and I don't know that any of us are because we just know that they existed. We've never seen one. And it sounds like we're just going to get like a half version of one or something. So, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Who knows? Um, maybe, maybe they'll. I don't know. Maybe they won't. I would be okay with it. I would honestly prefer them to bring back another animal that would be even a little saber tooth tiger. Like, be kind of cool. Maybe. I don't know if I want a tiger. Don't say. Don't like, say a dinosaur. There's no good outcomes from that. I mean, it's cool. It sounds neat. But even on an island, they somehow make it back to New York. And I think giant turtles. That could be, be cool. okay with that. I feel like I'd outrun a turtle. Right? Giant turtles. Yeah. <laughs> Could you outswim a turtle? No. 
not at all. But you could ride on their backs like Nemo and probably get somewhere like pretty fast. Or or Dr. Uh, Doolittle. Remember like the, the old movie? Dr. Doolittle, like he rode on the back of Giant Sea Turtle. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. Now I need to go see that. It's like from the 80s or 90s right. maybe. And Something then remade like with um, the blackface guy, um, Robert Downey Jr. Okay. Um, okay, here's a more heavy topic. Not sure if some of Hit you me. guys have read this. Telling Curtis about this, I said, "If you hear about these kids in Florida, and he named something else that sounded bad too, but it wasn't as bad as this. The quote on the title was, he's just a little boy, and a mom is crying as the, these two teens were arrested in Florida for plotting a Columbine-style school attack. Now, it didn't Oof. take place, which is good, and we were kind of talking about this beforehand when we were making all the hand motions. Uh, well, actually, that wasn't what we were talking about. We were just trying to confuse everyone. Um, but, um, they were, they were caught, they were turned in by some, by some of their peers and the detectives found that they had some maps and they were trying to plot on how to get weapons on the black market and had all the cameras mapped out. And they were very, very obsessed with Columbine. If those of you that are old enough to remember when that happened, it was this horribly devastating, uh, school shooting that did not end well, even for the shooters. Um, but they were caught and that was what was your, it's crazy the age of those I know, kids 13 and 14 I, your comment was the best i think before we started you were like how could the mom think that oh no no the you were you were saying oh how could she say yeah, he's just a little boy and like not and after hearing what they had plotted no no i was saying i was saying there's probably something wrong with the parents yes and you're like, oh, that is right like any kid could get that to, could get to that point and i was like well yeah but there's something wrong with the mom like there's obviously something wrong because the first instinct of the mom is to just be like brush off what was going on. Um, so, and it's, and, and not that it's actually, I don't actually think it's wrong for the mom to say he's just a little boy. No, no, I'm not laughing at like, you either. I'm laughing at a comment that just came in. <laughs> yeah. So, Oh no, Gary, did you see Gary's comment that I laughed at? Uh, no. Uh, Gary made a comment about, he said that when we were talking about the dinosaurs and then he's like, just wait till one of those things. Oh, that was Dave. Dave car. said that they're brothers. They're <laughs> brothers. So they're easily mistaken but okay but yes um yeah that was funny my dad said my dad said <laughs> i'll put it up here on the screen <laughs> was explaining to mark you all had discussed cryptocurrency a couple of weeks ago and mark t- mark said to him oh yeah superman <laughs> like oh like kryptonite right yeah i guess Classic. or it sounds like a superhero Maybe. was my thinking i don't know like mark oh marvel <clears throat> is that what you guys are talking about <laughs> Before Columbine was awesome. Frontier Middle School in Moses Lake, he was only 14. Whoa. Wait, I don't understand what you're saying, Amador. Like, the guy was there? I'm guessing there was a killer in Moses Lake. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Your sentences are running together. You could explain. Um, <laughs> go on. <laughs> uh, yeah, my dad says about Mark, exactly what I was saying earlier, is just a different kind of brilliant. Always entertaining. Yes. The school um, shooting, yeah. My dad... So my, Amador, Amador with you. Ah, uh, the school shooting, yes. Um, my my dad and Mark are, are interesting friends. I think if you met them together, you'd say, how did they become friends? And I think they maybe wonder that, but they're really good friends. Um, they have very different skills. <laughs> I love seeing old guys that have remained friends. Yes. Like, going from... 
you know, when they were younger to older, like, cause usually not always, but guys in particular, sometimes it can be easier to like let things go and just kind of move on with life. And, but when you maintain friendships, especially from multiple States away, like that's, that's like not a common, um, uh, trait, uh, like bond to be able to hold on to. So that's, that's really, that's cool. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Speaking of holding on to things, oh, something I'm a little, I'm a little bit not nervous about, but I think it's important. Um, so this is, I, I kind of see something happening in Afghanistan. That was right really now. weird looking because you can't, see, you couldn't see your cup, and you were just looking down. You're like something happened, and you're just like staring <laughs> down. Like <laughs> I'm not sure about holding on to this. I'm like, oh, what are we talking Uh-oh. about? Like, oh, there's a cup. Okay, good. No, nothing that crazy. Yes, in Afghanistan. So. This is something I predicted. I think I talked to you about this, not on on the podcast, but so um, when the Taliban took over Kabul and then the remaining territories, there was concern about the Taliban having access to the funds that the United States government and a lot of other governments had given Afghanistan government. Um, and it was like $70 billion or something like massive, right? Um, and they were running out of money, though, basically, like within the first few days. Um, and so now a lot of people are starting to recognize they're going to start starving in Afghanistan pretty soon here because they don't have the resources, the funds that they were basically get just, you know, a significant amount of funding was going to them to just get food. Um, and so they're talking about not just the regular population, but they're saying right now they're estimating about 1 million children in Afghanistan are going to have acute, severe malnutrition this year. And many, and so a lot of them are going to die. They're concerned about. And so I'm starting to see this and now they're talking about funding and like, okay, well we need to start giving money to the kids so that way, or to the organ, to the country so that they can get the food. The problem is, <laughs> problem is you can't trust that organization right now. Right. Um, well, not only that, and, like if you just step back and look at it and go, even if it wasn't, say they weren't a militant group, say that they were just a group that came in and now are leading the country, right? Just take away mm-hmm. the awfulness that they are. Um, they don't, they aren't equipped regardless of anything for running a modern society, like one that, that deals in that level of complexities. I mean, the, the sheer fact that our country doesn't fall apart, one might argue that it is, is amazing. But to have people that basically are like the hill people in Star Wars coming down mm-hmm. and running a country mm-hmm. is, you know, even removing all those so, other complexities isn't is insane right. to think about. Well, that's interesting because so I listened to a podcast specifically about this, and that's why the Taliban were really concerned about what's called the brain drain when people were flying out of Afghanistan that were Afghanis that had a lot of technical skills, had a lot of higher education. They were concerned that these individuals were leaving because they had the skill sets to maintain like the electricians, the water rights, all these certain facilities. Shocking that they didn't want to stay, right? Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean... And so what's happening is these Afghani, you know, leaders or these Taliban leaders are telling people like, um, like, hey, we will not take your position from you. Like, we want you to stay in this position of the water minister or whatever, you know, like the head of this. You'll have oversight from the Taliban, but we're not going to tell you how to run this water line because this is on you. Like, or this is, we don't have these expertise, right? 
So they're they're starting to recognize like, yeah, we don't have the skill sets to maintain these power lines, yeah. to maintain this type of stuff. So I think the, the, the sheer need of necessity will hopefully put pressure on them. But getting back to the humanitarian. Yeah, but how are they going to get those people? Like that's the thing is like who in their right mind, regardless of the position, is going to go and be under that kind of rule? No, 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 no. Like, that's why they were mm. limiting flights out of the airport. Oh, I see. Also, I see what you're because saying. Because they did not want to lose their <clears throat> their the people that knew how to right. do that stuff as well. Um, but anyways, so an answer to this issue is a lot of organizations like UNICEF um, and a couple other like Red Cross are starting to say, hey, don't give the money to the Afghan government. Have that funding go through our our organizations to then provide the food mm. and the resources to this to these governments, which I feel like is actually a, a at least a safer way of not directly giving it to the Taliban. Like if oh yeah, just you can't give it directly it, to them. They're know? just the kids would still be malnourished and and whatnot. It's like giving right. it's like giving money to parents that would that still have that are like say someone's like addicted to drugs and you're giving them money expecting them to buy food for their kids they're not gonna right. they're not gonna do that and it's not because necessarily they just may not be in the right mind to do it like the the safest right. best way to do it is to either remove the child and feed them or just give food um as sad as that situation is it's very similar in this case um Right. That's a, I, I yep. just thought about this, the, like the statistical probability of people that have lived in the mountains coming down and like running a country. It's just not, it's, it's only a matter of time it's before wild. it just falls apart. Like it just it becomes the hills are now the city buildings. Like they don't, they aren't going to be able to maintain any of that. And the people are going to be the ones that suffer the people that can't get out. It's sad. Which is wild. Yeah. It's sad. Um, so that's most of the main things I wanted to hit on this week. Well, so um, there's... Thing you want to hit well, on? There, we got the whole Newsom thing going on in California. I don't know if you want to oh, discuss yeah. that at all. Um, we don't have a lot of details because we don't know. The, the early voting started now. I think the actual vote starts tomorrow on the 14th, I believe. Right. Um, there's been reports coming out, even like local... Like, I try to look local first because that's kind of where it matters. Um, and even local reports are saying there's a group of people, like a, a substantial amount in pocketed areas that are saying they either got sent double ballots. I actually just had a tweet pop up of someone else saying, hey, I have a friend who lives in the area and got multiple ballots to their name that are identical, mailed to them and people going to the polls saying that they say they already voted and they can't. They had to fill out provisional ballots. Um, so... The, the entire issue with with and I know we've talked about oh, this yeah, before, to and there's extent. a concern for access to resources. Um, but I think a majority of our voting should be electronic on our phones now because so many people and I know there's a whole resource and technology issue and all that sort of thing. But I I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I but I think to be the majority of society has some form of a phone that has Internet accessibility i think majority of society so i used to is that not i used to agree with you yeah i think they mostly do um the problem is this and i hadn't thought about it from this angle before is that when you do fully digital reporting you can falsify back to someone that they voted a certain way and still behind the scenes vote the other way and that's the problem with doing a fully like vote by 
digital. But how does it get, it doesn't get falsified to the actual final count though. It can. So that's the thing is you can show someone and that's what happened. That's what people were saying happened in the Venezuela stuff that they're, the way that they did it was, is they would, you would go in, touch who you'd vote for. Just like, imagine that's your phone instead of the printout that it gives you. Mm-hmm. The printout would give them a QR code that if they went and s- that it would said on it who they voted for that they touched on the screen. But when you took the QR code, the only place it could be read was by the voting machine. So they would scan the voting machine and it would vote for them. Okay. But if you went into the code, you could see that the QR code voted for however they wanted them to. And the printout Mm. was who they clicked on the screen. And so Mm -hmm. when you do that, when you hide how the vote happens, and that's why I've kind of gone the opposite direction. I, but you could make it an open source kind of thing to to visualize. You could, how but the you need a backup going. that could always be done. So what I think mm-hmm. my I my think. my well, you it isn't easy. It actually means people should go back to in person because this is the way I think it should happen. And I actually, I talked to the Oregon main voting guy about this, and he was like, "Oh, I like this idea," because their main problem is voter turnout and like getting people to realize that regardless of how you vote it's it should be like a civic duty regardless of how we feel we come out as a community and we do this thing together right because it's a it's a fundamental right to go out and do and we used i don't know if you remember as a kid i remember going to the community center and voting with my kids and learning about the polls learning about what it was you get a sticker it was amazing and it wasn't it wasn't about like who each person was voting for it was about the fact that we were all out doing the same thing on a mission being a part of our community but ultimately our country and and taking part in that freedom. So I think we should do that again. I think it should be on paper, but also electronic. Number one, the reason why is because I understand the expediency of getting the vote counted, but I think that the paper ballot should be QR coded to each person or blockchain to each person, each person use it like a, like a cryptocurrency. So it cannot be repeated. And that goes, you get a copy and that copy goes in and that gets counted by a whole entirely separate group of people over time, like throughout the next week. And then it also goes electronically to be tallied immediately so that later on this other group that's being monitored by, you know, bipartisan people that all have to agree on each vote. If that doesn't line up with the electronic one in the end, then you can't falsify it. So it's basically you're creating a backup a redundancy immediately and the redundancy later is going to come in and this both sides don't know which other one's doing and they'd have to line up. And if they didn't, then we have a problem. Um, and it would be similar to how blockchains work. But the problem is, is you can't, you can't do it in such a way that would, and that would instill trust. And that's the problem why people won't vote is because they don't trust the system. So you have to build trust into the system or else we're just going to continue to see what we are, where people are like, my vote doesn't count. I think you can have a combination. I do agree. You can have a combination of paper votes and electronic votes. But I think if you have electronic votes that work, if you have people signing $600,000 agreements, mortgage loans with a DocuSign, I think we can make a way of creating a safe network you, for you voting. You can, except online. that that only benefits two parties. So it's different than than a a giant conglomerate of people and believing that everyone got their vote counted the same way. So you have to have a way I can prove that I went and signed that. I think you could have an independent organization. That's not real. That's where, that's right. where but you when have you a sign those, you, you e-sign them, but then you go in, it gets verified by someone who's a notary public. So there's, there's two things created there. You're signing in the beginning as an agreement. When you get down to the end, there's a notary public that does it and you show your identities 
and you make sure they make sure legally that everything's taking place. And so there are both. And but the one is really quick now. You notice how it used to be you'd go in, it would take this whole long thing, but now it's just like, hey, come in, it's five minutes, boom, you're done. Like and that's kind of the way that voting should be. But I think it should be for other reasons too. And that is just like give people the day off. Make it another holiday where people say like most all businesses except for like very essential people are off to vote like and we do this as a country and because it's i mean it's if it's something that's in our constitution and it's a fundamental right and it's something that we want everyone to do i don't think we should go as far as some other countries that actually will fine you for not voting i think that should be wrong it should be a choice but when you incentivize people up the wazoo to do it i think that would be good it would be good for everybody Love it. But also you have Love to be it. 31 to vote because right. your brain's not developed. <laughs> Just kidding. Or 25. <clears throat> All right. All right, guys. Well, we're going to shower you with some thoughts. With some well, first we're going to do delicious and delight, delightful TILs. And then we're going to shower you with some more thoughts. All right. So how about this? How about I have Trace and you have Dose. So I'll go first. I thought this is kind of cool for my uh, science-minded individuals out there. Today I learned there is an element called promethium. It's so rare that it's estimated that there are between 500 and 600 grams of it on the entire Earth's crust. That's a pretty small amount. That is. 500, 600 grams on the know? entire Earth. And who has that? Um, and why is it sure. called promethium? But, I don't like that. I love it. It's like, it's like Prometheus, it. but what's also interesting about well. it, it's one of the only radioactive elements that's followed by a stable element. Oh, weird. Which is really cool. That's really cool. Like it's very rare. Like there's only, there's two elements. I can't remember the name of the other one, mm-hmm. but it's one of the, one of the two elements that they've discovered that's followed by a stable element. So would it be dangerous is, to like hold? I don't, because like, have you seen those charts where it's like we're gonna go through the periodic yeah, table and by like seven or eight? You're I mean, dead. it has like enough of it. Enough of it would would cause yeah. harm. Weird. If you had enough of it, but there's only six hundred grams on the whole Earth, so you're not gonna find that much. Uh, so this TIL comes. It was actually today I learned this week, or this week I learned. My dad sent me this, and I was like, "Why is my dad sending me this?" And he's like, "Oh, this is for TILs." I was like, "Oh, all right." This is kind of gross, kind of interesting. I'll just show it to you because it's strange. So this week I learned through my dad via text that a clump of Elvis Presley's hair sold for over $72,000. It was roughly the size of a baseball and was auctioned off and sold for 72.5 on Saturday. Mm -hmm. The hair was from a bag of clippings originally belonging to Homer Gill, like you. Hey. Presley's personal friend and longtime hairstylist. Kind of gross, right? Fascinating. That guy held on to that. I, it's kind of like, creepy, right? What was he doing with that hair? The clump of hair was the most well-documented collection of Elvis Presley's hair in the world. There's more than one documented case? That's even weirder. Wow. It's, it's been sealed in a jar since it was acquired by our client. Well. Okay, who's a current day person... Or musician that would be as famous as Elvis Presley. They would also be dead, but Michael Jackson 
was probably even more worldwide known. But I can't think of any. We don't get stars like that anymore. Like to the point where they can't live life. You know what I mean? Well, maybe movie stars. Even then. But not as much music Not stars. as much, yeah. Not as much. Um, today I learned that due to the fact that they spend the majority of their lives in the ice and or sea, polar bears are technically classified as marine mammals like dolphins, seals, and whales. It always weirds me out that whales are mammals. I, I mean, I it. believe it. I love it. They know more than I do. It gives do, me but... hope someday I could live in an ocean. I mean, you could now. It's just like not like the most ideal climate. Get too pruney right now. But doesn't the salt water help with that? Or is it worse? I don't know. We'll go with It'd it. Be we'll worse. go with it's better. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually. Maybe better. It wouldn't be worse. It'd be the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nope. No. Level of high concentration. What does everyone else low? think? Yeah. You tell us in the chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, today I learned that the U.S. convened a coin task force. This is where bookends. We did not plan this. To address a shortage in coinage, they determined that there isn't a shortage per se. Instead, too much of the $48.5 billion in the U.S. are not in circulation. Yeah, they're made of jewels and on train tracks. Or in those little coin smashers at at the mm-hmm. fair or wherever. Mm-hmm. Where do all our pennies yep. go? Yeah, pennies are um, worthless. I, my last TIL. Ooh, we got two comments uh, as far as who they think famous people are. Justin, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber, Amador. Mm, Elton. I don't know if he's to, to Elvis level, but he might, he might be. Maybe amongst Maybe. teen girls. Yeah, and Elton John, your mom. I love it. Yeah, I think Elton John more uh, back in the day. Dancer. Not as much now. Like most, I think a lot of people right. wouldn't know who he is now. But maybe back in the day. Younger yeah. people, yeah. Um, today I learned that the ice at the North Pole is only approximately two to three meters or six to ten feet thick, which is shocking. I thought it was thicker than that. The North Pole ice is only six to ten feet thick, while the Arctic Ocean ice is between about 2.5 miles thick. Whoa. (laughs) Guys. How nuts is that? That's substantially North, different. 10 feet south, 2.5 miles or 4,000 meters. So why doesn't Santa live in the South Pole? I know. I know. This seems way That's more 48,000 feet. Wow. That's well, awesome. Well, we know that they're all uh, ice caps anyway, and the earth is flat, right? Like you, they connect that ice wall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously. So, uh, yeah. It's subjective. Space is only up, guys. The earth is flat. Mm -hmm. Shower thoughts. All right, I'm going to go first. The scariest thing to see when camping alone at night, it's not a bear or a polar bear. It's a human. Mm. Especially if you're camping way out in the woods. Anywhere. If you're camping at a campsite. You're not expecting another person. I think that's way more terrifying than a bear. If you're camping at... If you're camping at... What's it called? Burning Man. Not as weird. No. But if you're camping that's out in the woods. That's not camping, weird. though. That's being in the desert orgy. Yeah, it could be camping. <laughs> Camping's camp. <laughs> All right. 
So, ironically, having and raising a child is one subject that isn't frequently taught to us, but would greatly benefit us as a species to learn how to do it properly. Yeah. To a degree. The amount of time that you spend like learning math lessons and math class, you don't spend that many classes on how to raise kids. No, no, I would agree. I think there's a lot of life skills that should be taught in school though. Like I think there should be civics mm-hmm. class. Like how do you take how do you take place in your local government? How do you balance a checkbook? Well, I guess that's not really a thing anymore. But how do you balance your account? There's home ec. I know um, there's home ec. Or there used to be. Yeah. But it didn't home seem like it was now that. is everyone just goes to McDonald's. Apparently in our town, like there's just you can't go get fast food. Not that I eat fast food, but I drive by the lines and I laugh and go, You guys need to learn how to cook. Because, like you experienced with Taco Bell, you're like, why is the line so long? You just wanted to go there oh, that Oh, yeah, night. that was wild. And it's been that way since it opened. I'm like, that's really sad. Like, <laughs> do you guys... I'm not going to go somewhere if there's a long Do you guys know no, how to... You. That there, there can be food in your own house. You don't even have yeah. to leave. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hit me. Oh, because Santa's gang-related. He wears red. Is a blood north. If he wore blue, he'd be a crip from the south. Wow, that is... That's a very deep thought there, uh, Amador. I didn't know Bloods and Crips were north and south. I thought it was all west and east. But yeah, I, I spent the last two weekends with Amador. Uh, not this last weekend, but the weekend prior and the weekend before that. And I, I still don't know his nationality. <laughs> so I still am not a, I'm still not 100% sure that he's telling me the truth. <laughs> I love and that we, he can And we were discussing that. Um, and I, I, you know, he's still... Yeah, I just don't know what to believe. Take it. You do whatever. Um, Okay. Expiration dates are simply spoiler alerts. True. Yeah. I like that. Um, Okay, this is actually a, a thought that I literally had just thought about earlier today when I was eating lunch. Um, A retirement facility on the... uh, No. (laughs) I wish you'd be going to the bathroom. Um, right a now. retirement facility on the moon or Mars would be a really great place for elderly with mobility issues. Yeah, at first, but then wouldn't it cause like atrophy more? Like, but it wouldn't be as big of a deal. Like they'd have atrophy to the bone density, maybe I guess, right? But the gravity is so much less that it wouldn't cause as much risk factors. I think that. There would be other issues that gravity, lack of gravity would cause, like congestive heart failure issues probably, but. Yeah. Um, Pressure. Well, and then thing. instead of like to get rid of him, you just like launch him off the moon, like it's just a big catapult. <laughs> <laughs> well, we lost another one today. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. We got so much me. space garbage anyway, so. Hey, you guys look it up. We have a a genuine space space garbage problem. <laughs> we we, we may get to the point where we have too much space garbage to actually leave this place. So we should be careful. Star Starlink's not helping though. You, right now. You've watched Black Mirror, right? Oh, all okay, of Okay, good. Yeah. The reason that there is no season six of Black Mirror is because we're in season six. <laughs> oh my god, so true. <laughs> that is such a good point. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. Um if every insect on the planet decided to work together to kill all humans, 
we would probably lose. 100%, hands down. If just the ants decided. Yeah. Right? Because they could fit through tiny holes. Yeah, and lift a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't like Mm -hmm. this idea. We'll stop talking about it. Terrifying. This episode's had a lot of, like, potential dinosaur problems, monster problems, and now (laughs) insect problems. We yeah, we just need to get away from that. Uh Ravioli is the original hot pocket. Mmm. Hot pockets. Mmm. <laughs> Love it. I haven't had a I haven't had a hot pocket in like fifteen years. I haven't either. I don't want one. There it's like it's like those pies. You remember when you could eat one of those and not feel like you were gonna die? Like you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. Those, those, those are cheap. Those cherry were, what pies, were they called? yeah, all kinds of things. But like, there, now, you could get them if at you gas eat one, you'd consume one, and you would go into cardiac arrest like three blocks down the road. That's hilarious. All right, uh, my last shower thought. There's an air marshal. There's a fire marshal. There's a field marshal. Why is there no water marshal? I mean, there's lifeguards. Yeah, and there's Coast Guard. Sorry. Sorry. The Coast Guard, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that there'd be a water marshal. Well, know. Coast Guard, yeah. That would be more. But lifeguard, I guess they protect you from water. I don't know. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, gonna to give one more thing. It's just This is just for Mark in case he's still listening. But there's a joke. He always well no i should say always frequently says just as a reminder to everybody that you can lead a horse to water but a pencil must be led hmm (laughs) that's true but it's not lead anymore right it's graphite now that's true (laughs) yes which is what my dad always says which is just funny their relationship i love it it. (laughs) all right guys well it's a pleasure doing business with y'all pleasure having these conversations discussions and deep thoughts if you guys have any thoughts next time always feel free to comment we are always happy to have conversations about whatever your thoughts are on our topics even if you're making fun of us we love it um yeah we don't care we find it hilarious. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, hit the little like button. Subscribe on Facebook. Then you'll get some notices about when we're on live, I believe. Um, sure. Do the same thing on Spotify. You wouldn't get live, but Spotify, iTunes. That way you can listen to us post-episode if you have an easier time doing that. And, and if you forget uh, any of that, guys. you can go to testingnormal.com and find all those fancy links. Yes. Or absolutely. links to pretty much all the things that we talk about if you'd like to go look at the articles that we grabbed them from yep that's right all right guys have a fantastic week stay classy and uh, we will talk to you guys very soon see you guys